Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy and today I'm going to talk about something very important that you should know about me early on in this podcast series. I am a quitter. I am a quit, quit, quitter. If you've been following me for a while, you have heard me say that before. Um, I set goals and then I just abandoned them and I couldn't ever figure out why this was happening over and over and over again. So today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about being a quitter and I'm going to talk about some of the things that I use in my life now to move past being a quitter and actually reaching some goals. This podcast, of course, being one of them. Thank you for coming back today and let's get going. Are you the kind of person who quits? Because there's something really amazing that happens when you quit something. There's like this fireworks shooting off, like I've had an epiphany. This thing doesn't serve me and I'm quitting it. And the problem I'm facing most often in my adult life is that (laughs) that's not true. I actually do need to be working on these things that I'm quitting repeatedly and starting over again repeatedly and I find myself let's talk about health and fitness let's just go down that rabbit hole real fast so I start a workout program I love to start a new workout program sheer joy in planning and getting ready and getting my workout clothes laid out for that first workout and uh, checking it off sweaty selfie it's awesome love it two weeks in I'm getting a little shifty, getting a little shady about it. Oh yeah, I'm working out still. It's going fine, whatever. I missed two workouts, but it's not a big deal. And then by the end, it's been spotty. And I've achieved results if to some extent, but I get to the end and I'm like, why did I even do this if I wasn't going to really do it? I effectively quit when I got sketchy in the middle. I became uninterested in the outcome until that last day when I suddenly was like, oh, I didn't realize there was going to be a last day and that it would matter if I had done the work or not. Man, to be inside my head sometimes, I swear. It is a cycle of starting, loving, excitement, quitting, numbing, sketchy shit, (laughs) then getting to the end and looking back and really hating myself for not staying committed to what I set out to do. So I talked a little bit in the intro about these two ways of looking at it, like getting quiet and getting focused on your goals or sharing your goals and moving those mountains. And when you are a quitter, it's really hard to figure out how you're going to be held accountable for the things that you do in your life unless you are willing to do what I did, which was to dive down that rabbit hole and figure out why you're a quitter anyways. And let me tell you, friends, that is one deep hole. (laughs) If you decide to commit to that, 
in the long run, you will pop out the other side and you will no longer be a quitter. But it was a solid year of learning how I quit and what that looks like. So I was listening to the Mel Robbins kick-ass coaching sessions on Audible. If you do not have Audible, I don't know what you do when you drive. Maybe people still listen to music while they drive. I am a person who listens to audiobooks while I'm driving around and while I'm washing dishes or whatever other task I'm doing. I'm letting my brain absorb information while my hands are busy. So there was a session about a woman who wanted to quit smoking and Mel Robbins referred to smoking as being an F you to the world. Like I should be doing things for myself, but F you, I'm not going to do it. And talked about this like rebel mentality. Early in 2017, I read a book and I happened to take a little quiz that classified me as a rebel. Don't get too excited about that label. I was super excited about it because I'd never thought of myself in that way. But the realization that when somebody sets an expectation for me, my immediate gut reaction is no, (laughs) is not necessarily healthy. And when I set an expectation for myself, the automatic reaction is no. And that's definitely not healthy when you're trying to actually achieve things with this life that you were given. So when I think back about being a quitter and trying to move past that and realizing that there are things in my life that I do that quit. One of my big ones is I would just say picking up my phone. I don't even want to, I don't even know what I'm going to do with that phone when I pick it up, but somehow my finger goes straight to social media and I'm 47 months back into Susan's profile looking at her dog when it was a puppy and realizing that I'm not working on any of my goals. I've just lost time in my life scrolling. Scrolling is a big one. And another one for me is food. And I had to do this little worksheet session thing to go along with the coaching sessions to really dig dig, uh, deeper. And it talked about like, when did this start? What are your things? And one of my other big ones for quitting life is watching TV. And I've talked about this a lot with several friends because they think this is so weird. They're like, you can just sit down and watch a show and enjoy it. And I'm like, no, but you don't understand. I don't enjoy it. I'm just doing it because it's stopping me from actually having to live. So when I was younger, when I first got my, you know, key to the house, I would go to school and I'd come home and I'd let myself in and I'd get a stack of Oreos and a glass of milk and I would sit and I would watch the afternoon cartoons. And I went from being a person who did that a little bit to pushing it until right before my parents got home. And... The food changed over the years. The attitude about it changed over the years. But looking back on it, I realized that that's when I started doing this quitting behavior. That's when I used to come home and I'd be like, I'm checking out of life. I didn't start on my homework. I didn't practice piano. I was like, I'm just going to sit here and be numb and eat cookies. And the problem for me was that I developed a lot of other unhealthy coping mechanisms around food and that little trigger of being able to quit 
ended up becoming this big, huge monster that I had to fight for two decades. So when you are thinking about this mentality of what, what makes you quit, what makes you decide not to go for those big things in your life, you kind of have to dig back further and figure out where those behaviors started. So I made a list of like, okay, here's five things that I do to quit at life. And then I had to go back and say, okay, when did that behavior start? Why did I start doing that behavior? And kind of looking at myself like a little science experiment, figuring out why I do the things I do and how to move past it. Now, before I listened to Mel Robbins last year, I read her book, The Five Second Rule. And her thing was five, four, three, two, one, move. And I know I mentioned it in the last podcast. That was the first time in my life that I actually started moving. And it got to the point that I don't even five, four, three, two, one. I just started doing things in my life because I wanted a better life. I finally stopped quitting and started moving forward. But I also recognize that some of us are carrying some deep shit that needs to be addressed and needs to be processed. And to sit with this rule of, I'm going to move forward with my life and I'm going to stop quitting is not enough. You have to actually dig up the things and process them and handle them and then move on to the not quitting. So I think when I originally recognized myself as a quitter, it was when I very publicly committed to a 21 day cleanse and I was sharing how it was going, how my energy was, the ups, the downs. And there were days that I just wanted to quit and eat a bag of chips. (laughs) I struggled with myself so much for that 21 days, but I was so public about what I was doing and why I was doing it that I couldn't just quit this thing. And it really forced me to start to shift the way I saw myself. It changed the way that I planned goals and it really made me look at my priorities because if I'm quitting something, it's not just the quitting behavior. It's like, is this actually a priority in my life? Why am I chasing this thing? Am I chasing it because all my friends are doing it? Am I chasing it because my parents think I should? What is drawing me into this path? And being able to objectively step back and look at something as to why you want to do it and why you keep quitting it. Again, let's talk about weight loss for me. Why do I keep bumping into this and not feeling successful? Don't get me wrong. I've had success off and on in the years. Overall, I gained a lot of weight when I went from my teens, my late teens into my 20s. It was a rough time. And I would get control of things, but I could only hyper-focus on weight loss. When I was losing weight, it was because that was my priority, period. The rest of my life had to revolve around my weight loss. And that's not sustainable long term. So recognizing that I couldn't keep doing those things, and every time I would try to get back into that mentality, I would end up quitting. Because that's not a priority for me. Yes, I want to be healthy. Yes, I want to be fit. I want to have an emotionally good relationship with food and my body and whatever. But 
I wanted to also just feel like I clearly could see my priorities. I could say yes to the things I need to say yes to, no to the things that are not on my priority list, and that be it. And having that mind shift, working through the why I was quitting, the how I was quitting, and really looking forward to where do I want to be two years from now? What does my life look like two years from now? What do I need to do daily to be there in two years? And also recognizing that because I'm a person who has a really hard time with closure and the end of things, recognizing that two years from now is not the end. I may not meet these goals that I've set for two years from now, but it doesn't mean I quit. It means that I just keep working and those goals are going to shift. I know they will. As somebody who has created a lot of goals in my lifetime, I know my goals are going to shift. But being a person who can look ahead and work towards something, and I, I'm doing this like fanning motion with my fingers, like spreading out, like your life is going to go in all these different directions when you do that. Because instead of quitting all these little things that you're working on, you just start pressing forward and pursuing the important things in your life. And it gets easier to see what's important to you and what's not. Now, the tricky business that I will probably have to cover in another podcast is what happens when things that should be important aren't important. That is a big, tricky elephant in the room. When you look at your life and you think, I know what my priorities are. How am I going to work on those? And as you're working on them, you're realizing that you really don't care about one of those things or two of those things. And processing how to overcome that or what determines your next step once you recognize that. So big thing for today, if you want a little homework assignment from a podcast, is to pay attention to your daily routine. What do you do to quit your success? What do you do to avoid doing the things that you know are going to bring you the life that you want. When I look back on 2017 and I see that transition from somebody who constantly quit into 2018, I have had friends comment on, man, whatever you set out to do, you accomplish. I am completely blown away by that statement because that's not who I was. And I'm suddenly realizing that that's who I am. I became a person who said, I'm going to do this, and I did it. And the transformation was probably a seven-month transformation, if I look back on it honestly. But when I see people who are stuck and spinning their wheels and really just struggling with it, it's because they're busy. I'm using my air quotes. They're busy. I was busy for a long time. I was filling my time and I was busy, but I was lazy because I wasn't actually being busy with things that were going to accomplish what I wanted in my life. Hey, I 
just want to say a really big thank you to my listeners. I am overwhelmed with the support that I felt with my first episode, and I look forward to continuing the episodes. This has been a baby for about two years, and I didn't start because I knew I was a quitter, and I knew I would just abandon it. So moving into this new phase of life means keep pushing forward and keep reaching for those things that you want in life. As always, Optimistically Salty is available on Apple and available on Anchor. If you'd like to follow me on social media, Trace M. Thompson is my Instagram name. And I look forward to next week's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about starting a new chapter and what self-care looks like. One last thing before we sign off, I had the amazing opportunity to sit down with my BFF, Tina Burns, and have an open discussion about negative self-talk. If you are interested in listening to that podcast, you can find her on Apple or on Anchor. Her podcast is called Just a Shark. Tina and I have a lot in common, and we are working to grow together as friends, but also she is a gamer as I am, so she discusses her gaming for the week and offers the opportunity to have new recipes. So if you're interested specifically in pasta recipes, since she got a new pasta machine, head on over there and take a listen.